What's up, everybody? It is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here. Welcome back to Junior Senior Two Views. It is episode 168. It is the 5th of November, and let's get into this show, NFL Week 8 Recap. Okay. So I, 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 I just want to really, if you don't mind, yeah. just have a little moment here. Yeah, go ahead. Because um, I want to launch right into the, uh, the, the ugly, ugliest game of the season by far Absolutely. between the two New York teams. The Jets prevailing over the Giants 13-10. Let's make this very clear about a few things, and I want to just really throw it out there. Now, Rob the Boy Monroy, I'm sure, is listening. I'm sure he will be listening. He's not quite at Sunday yet. It's still Saturday early morning somewhere in L.A. Um, I'm just going to extrapolate a few things. First of all, uh, Tommy DeVito will be known in, in giant lore anytime a trivia question is thrown out there saying, who is the quarterback that was on the depth chart behind Tyrod Taylor? And that was Tommy DeVito. Not Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito. Maybe his brother, who knows. Local kid from Jersey, uh, played in Syracuse, played in, in, in Illinois. Um, this, it's, you know, was this about the Jets? No, it was about the Giants. The Giants were playing not to lose. Um, you know, they threw can, can I just start, can I, can It was I, horrible. Yeah, was and I was, about, I was about to say that. I was. Can I throw a stat at y'all? Minus nine. That's the number of passing yards the Giants had. Unbelievable. Atro- atrocious. What a disgrace. Atrocious. What a disgrace. And the worst part about it is, um, for for those who listen to this program, I'm on community radio, and I I have a segment on community radio, and I said the Giants won, and that was after I went in for my segment just after Kayvon Thibodeau. Sacked Zach Wilson yeah. in jet, deep in Jets territory, getting oh, yeah. the ball back. I oh, thought yeah. that was it. Oh, yeah. I thought that was game over. Right. So there's some things. But I would yeah. also like to question, Dable, why did you just not go for it on fourth and one? That is a question. Instead, you kick a field goal, that which Graham Gano well, misses. Well, there's a couple of things. Forget the miss. Yeah. Why? Why even go right. for it? A couple things just, from that. Just go get the first down and you win. Graham Gano reportedly was is injured. So I don't know why he was kicking the ball. That's for starters. Secondly, Saquon Barkley ran the ball for 36 times and over 100 yards. Right? So why not? 37. One yard. One yard. And then you can just put a knee down and the game's over. Right? Yeah. So let me just make it very clear. And I, I'm, you know, I, I've been a Giant fan since 1983. Fair enough. That's 40 years worth. I got a lot. I got a lot of investment. You have very little investment. You're a giant fan because I'm a giant fan. Besides the point. This is the lowest. This is the lowest. And, and we're going to have to sit there for the next four years. Four years. It takes a presidential term to play another team. I don't get it. But that's besides the point. Another four years before we get a chance. Um, the season's done. But now it's just about can we just play with pride now? I don't know if that's possible. The Giants were too scared were scared to lose rather than trying to win. Also, what can the defense get a stop? Like seriously, I mean, they they went AWOL at the worst possible yep. moment. So, and our secondary sucks. Our secondary's ass. Well, let's just forget it. I will put this forward to Jet fans, and I don't care. I'm not a Jet fan. I'm not going to give my support to the Jet fans as a matter of their local team. You you choose tribes. The Giants are my tribe. As for the Jets, let me tell you something. It's not it's not for Zach Wilson you're winning. And it's gonna show. Because we'll we'll go through week nine. And they're playing, in my opinion, a Charger team that's up and down, Jekyll and Hyde, but offensively, 
they can get it going when they have to. So we'll talk about that next. But we'll, we'll yeah, that, that was a game. That yeah, the, the and the Giants have spoiler alert: the Raiders up next. Yes. So let's go through the rest of the week eight games very quickly, shall we? Yep. Um, let's talk about the Raiders. Who actually no? Let's move. Oh well, the Raiders did lose to the Lions. I mean, you know that was coming. I mean, um, the Raiders are just a directionless franchise, and it showed when they finally did what they should have done last year and fired McDaniel's and Ziegler, both of them gone. Finally, yeah. I mean, I've been saying, I've been screaming it to the heavens that this guy is not an NFL head coach. He's not a good NFL head coach at all. His Denver tenure should have said it to everybody. When there's a great saying, when people show you who they are, believe them. Okay. McDaniel's showed the entire NFL world who he was in Denver, who he was by spurning the Colts at the altar. He showed the NFL world who he was. Yeah. Well, and speaking about the Colts, they've dodged a bullet. Really, if you look at it now, I mean, oh, the, way, the way it happened, he said, no thanks, thanks, but no thanks. And I think the Colts are like, okay, we're good now. We have a coach who's pretty good. We've won three games. And you know what? That's kind of, We've seen this before from, from you know, coordinators who shouldn't be coaches, uh, who get chances. You know, you certainly would think Mike Martz is one of them back in the – Early aughts, he had chances. Martz was a decent He head was all coach. right, but he wasn't a great head coach. He was a better offensive coordinator with the greatest show on turf. You know, whatever. It, look, people can look at Josh McDaniels and say, just that. You know, you had your second crack. We talked about it off. That's it. We, we That's, talked about it off air. He shouldn't get another NFL job. Well, we talked about this today before coming to this to, yes. to the show. We said the idea was this kind of sits squarely on Mark Davis's shoulders. He allowed this to sort of play of out. Of course he did. Went. Of course he did. And he's and not. And I don't think he, uh, he's he's the anti Jerry is involved in everything. Mark Davis sort of abdicated this. He sort of said, you know what? Yeah, Mark Josh McDowell, you bring in Dave Ziegler, and I'll just sit back and just let you guys run the show. And it ran it to the ground. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous and. Josh McDaniels is a horrible head coach. Maybe he gets a chance with some college. I really don't see him getting a chance in the NFL ever again. Not with what he's done. It's literally the exact same script as um, as Denver. Yeah. Ran his starting QB out of town and has pissed off his starting wide receiver and about to run him out of town. But let me give you some highlights from Josh McDaniels' reign. He blew three separate three-score leads in the first eight games of the 2022 season. He failed to get past midfield until the fourth quarter against the Saints, loses to Jeff Saturday, who hadn't coached past the high school level in Saturday's debut. He lost to Baker Mayfield two days after Baker was claimed off of waivers by the Rams. He kicked a field goal down by eight against the Steelers with time winding down and gifted them a win. He lost to the Tanking Bears, starting a Division II rookie, making his first career start at QB for the Bears. And that QB didn't throw longer than 20 yards in the game, and the Raiders still lost. Okay, so that, that's that's the body of work. All right, let's just move on. Yes, I think we've done enough bashing. Um, the Bills, uh, they won at home. They beat the Buccaneers. We kind of did think they were going to win. It wasn't by much. It was only twenty four eighteen. Wasn't much. Bills were all right. They just toward the end of the game got a little sloppy, and then 
Tampa Bay got back in it, but I don't think this does anything. This doesn't show anything for me. Though. Well, it's, it doesn't show anything. I, uh, it's the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are starting to fade fast. Yeah, Buccaneers are starting to fade. I'm really concerned about the Bills. I don't think this win does anything for me about the Bills. I'm still very, very concerned about them. Okay. The Steelers, you said the Steelers are going to lose this game. And they won. Uh, they I, lost. They oh, lost to oh, the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Where have you been? They did lose to <laughs> the Jaguars. I'm looking at the phone telling me they yes. lost. Um, I, I did say they were going to lose, and they lost badly. They be, did. They because their offense is uninspired. Their offense is really, really bad. And any star plays that happen is because of the defense. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, the Commanders gave it all they could. They came a little bit short of the Eagles by seven. I mean, the points they scored toward the end really didn't matter. I think the, the Eagles controlled the game for the most part. Yeah. But the Commanders, they give the Eagles fits. They do. I, I'm saying about the Eagles, they're sus. Extremely okay. sus. Okay, moving on. The Cowboys, they beat the Rams. That's. I mean, I we knew that was going to happen. They're, the Rams aren't very good. Okay, the Packers, there's panic, panic stations. Panic stations. Uh, Although Kirk Cousins is now out for the season, oh, that's I feel, it for him. I, I, yeah, poor, that's it for the Vikings, uh, pretty much. Too. Poor, poor Kirk Cousins. He was bawling before this. He really was. I feel so bad for him. He's become rather led beloved. The, led, led the NFL. Yeah, pe- he's become passes. rather beloved in Minnesota. Oh, that well. might be the last time he puts on the purple jersey. But um, I feel so bad for Packers fans that they may not have another franchise QB Fall into their laps. Okay, moving on. Titans and Falcons. Uh, you know, Levis. I, I kind of we you, you were kind of wondering what are they going to do? They started with Malik Willis. Yep. And then they went to Levis. Willis to Levis. And then Will Levis went nuts through like three, four. He went shows. nuts, but you want to know something? It doesn't really move me all that much. Okay. I mean, when a uh, a quarterback comes, a young quarterback comes into the league. Um, they can have some bright spots, and they can have some really good games, uh, mainly because scouts haven't really got a look at them yet. Mm-hmm. Levis, uh, no one, he was a mystery. Yep. He's a mystery. Yep. So I believe that once scouts get a look at him, he will start to, his flaws will start to show, but his arm is really good. Um, can his accuracy develop We'll see, right. but he his arm is really really good. Okay, Dolphins they manhandled the Patriots. That was going to happen. We knew that was going to happen. The Patriots had no no fighting them. Okay, uh, Saints beat the Colts. Yeah, they're they're starting to click a little bit more. Derek Carr had a good game. Uh, Panthers and Texans. This was sort of a field goal battle. How the hell did the Panthers win this? What they just did. Okay. They, they remain. Not, there's no more loot. You know. They, I mean, they got their first win. I mean, they're not over. You anymore. get something, but the the first round pick that you have is uh, is Bears property. So okay. Uh, Seahawks beat the Brown uh, beat the Browns. Not by much though. It's a bit of a sloppy game. A couple of questionable calls that happens. The Bengals. Yeah. Keep your eye on the Bengals. Folks. They're mo- they're moving in the right, right direction. Joe Burrow had a bye week, and Joe Burrow looks like Joe Burrow's moving around. Okay. That yep. calf. Injury didn't look. And he was unfazed. And thank he was God. Bing, 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 bing. He was binging them all over the place. And thank God for that because I really do like the Bengals. Okay. Uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs, I believe this was played overseas. I think it was. Uh, the Broncos. The ride never ends. The Broncos got the Chiefs this time. Uh, the ride never good. ends. You know the saddest part about it? Even when the Broncos win, they lose because now Vance Joseph, because he held the Chiefs to nine points, will still have a job. 
That's yeah, the yeah. saddest part about it. Even yeah. when they w- they win, they lose. So that's the saddest part about it for me. So hold on. I got a little bit of a snippet from you from PTI. Wilbon says this. To Kansas City for a second. Hold on. Hey, you're on the same wavelength. Yeah, of course. Not every no, you're not the only one that says Matt Nagy. So there is awful. there are some concerns on the offensive side for the Chiefs that Matt Nagy's game calling somehow created some problems. Wait, he's back there. He is. He is the offensive coordinator. Matt Nagy is now. You wonder should Andy Reid take over the controls here? Because and look, there's other things for the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't have a verifiable option outside of Kelsey. Yep. They dropped balls last week. That was a sweet, sweet pass that Mahomes threw in the end zone, and one of the receivers dropped it. And yep. that was a crucial part of the game where the Chiefs would have been trailing by yep. by less. So they, their wide they, receivers right now, outside of Travis Kelsey, cannot catch yeah, the ball. No one can no one can so get up. It's not all Matt Nagy's him. fault. Yeah. I know you don't like Matt it's Nagy. It's not it's not all his you fault. Don't like it's, him, period. It's, it's if looking know, back I, on it, looking back on it, you'd want to keep you know, Tyree Kill. You'd want to keep Tyree Kill at any cost. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, we have the sorry the Cardinals. Now they lost to the Ravens. Ah, look, the Ravens were already in control of this game. It's one of those yeah, games look, that they didn't look like they're out of control. And the, and the Cardinals say. also Cardinals tra- also traded away Josh Jobs to Minnesota. To Minnesota, I mean so. that was a panic move right there yeah. for, for Minnesota. Okay, the Chargers beat the Bears. Now this is again the Chargers. Strange. This is another one of those games you can't say. What well, is it, is it going to lead to a good thing? Is Brandon Staley potentially going to get off the hot plate? Who knows. Not with, the a, Bears, not with a win over, not with a win over Chicago. Come on. Not. Okay, so let's move forward. Okay, to Week Nine, and the Steelers eat, and I mean eat, out a win. They yep. finally won a game. They beat the Titans. Yep. Will Levis, the shine was taken off in that game. Yeah. Uh, so 2016. All right. I mean, uh, watching that game, it's the same thing. The Steelers get carried by high end talent. Mostly on the defensive Defense, side of the, the ball. Defense that did it. Yeah, Kenny Pickett didn't do much. Um, yeah, it's it's not looking good at all. Um, I'm just not. I, I'm. I. This doesn't move me about the Steelers whatsoever. They are what they are. They're yeah, a they team. That, they're a team that gets carried by high end talent. They're a team that refuses to make personnel changes where it matters, and that's by getting rid of a certain Canada. Blame Canada. And Blame Canada. there is there is. A serious problem with how they run their offense, even even down to Pickett himself. Pickett is not great. No, he's, he's not. not. He's, he's not. He's he's not he, great. You know, and, he was a sentimental and, choice because he's a local and, guy. And quite on, and quite honestly, I don't really see him developing into a into a franchise level QB. Okay. I really don't. Let's forget that because that game's gonna that game's boring. We're gonna get onto the big one. Now this is the, one of the big ones. Yes, the Chiefs. Against the Dolphins, what say you? This is a big game. This is this is right up there. As I'm I'm gonna I'm woo, gonna woo. I'm gonna take the Dolphins on this one. This is in Germany. I'm taking the Dolphins. This is in Germany. I'm gonna take okay. the Dolphins, just because the Chiefs. Um, I believe the Dolphins' defense is much improved, mm-hmm. and they will. Exp- I think Kelsey will try his damnedest, but they will expose how bad the other receivers are. 
And I think they're also their secondary is still kind of really iffy. A Tyree kill, we know he can burn them. So mm-hmm. okay. yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna say the Chiefs on this one. I I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Miami has yet to show me that they can string a string back to back wins effectively against high end talent. This is the high end, right? Yeah. They went to Buffalo and they got shown the door. So I'm gonna say the Chiefs is gonna be I think it's going to be a very high scoring affair. Tariq Hill's gonna have his chest puffed out, you know, former player going, you know what? You could have kept me and you would have been in a better situation than you are now. So I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. Okay. Falcons and Vikings. Now this is gonna be interesting. You got a couple of quarterbacks coming in. You got sort of the second depth chart coming in hall for the for the Vikings. Yeah. And your your friend uh, a close friend of yours, Taylor Heineke, gets the start with the Falcons. Finally, the was finally. He got injured, but he also has been all over the place. So they, they, Taylor they, Heineke. They finally made the decision. Um, and as a result of that, I think it will look a lot better for the Falcons, in particular their offense. Because when he came on, he looked a whole lot they, – they, he ran the offense a whole lot better than Ritter did. So, yes, give me the Falcons against – the Vikings. Okay, I'm, I'm, I agree with you too. I think that I think the Falcons, right here, have a little bit more stability right now. Quarterback, yes. you got a rookie in Hall. Look, he does, you know he's going to be looking at this as a deer in headlights. I think he's going to be a little overwhelmed. Okay, next, Saints and Bears. I got the Saints for this just because I think I think that Derek Carr is sort of I think they figured things out. I think he's finally figuring out the, the system. I think he's finally feeling comfortable. I think he's yeah. he probably got wind of all the things happening in Vegas and had a big smile on his face. He was reading sort of tweets and stuff. I think I think that they've turned a corner. I think the I mean the Bears. It's the Bears. Come on. It's it the Bears, so give yeah. me the Saints. Okay. Yeah. Packers and Rams. Uh, you know Oh my god. Both teams need this, don't they? Oh both my teams god. do need this. Um, it's at Lambeau. I'm going to say the Packers because the Packers can't keep losing at home. Yeah. And Lambeau is supposed to be a place of mystique. You got Lombardi's ashes all over the field. No, I don't know about that. But you got you got the whole mystique of Lombardi. You can't let that happen again. I think the Packers get this. Um, look, I, I think it's mostly down to scheming, but Green Bay's defense has been awful. Um, Joe Barry is not a good defensive coordinator. He's, mm-hmm. He it showed last year he was. You just have his, a thing for no his you scheming. Have somebody, you have somebody. His, his scheming wasn't good though. His yeah. scheming wasn't okay. good though. Right. You've got to admit that. Okay, and admit he's playing Jair Alexander up way too high, which is not Jair's strengths. And as a result of that, I think it's going to be a tough battle between Jair and Puka Nakua. Okay. Um, but. I do think that the Packers will eke it out. Okay, next. Patriots will be hosting the Commanders. Um oh, I'm God. gonna give this to the I'm gonna give this what, to the Patriots. What self Reluctantly. What self respecting fan would watch this? Well, the self respecting fan will be in Gillette Stadium watching the Patriots. Um I I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say the Patriots can get this one. I don't know why I'm oh, saying Oh, this is it. an just, awful game. This is an awful game. This call. is an awful game. It's a pick game. for me, but I'll say the Patriots. Okay. Next. Give, me, give, me, give me the commanders on this one. Okay. All right. Yeah. The next game at M&T Bank, the Battle of the Birds. Yeah. You got the Ravens and the Seahawks. This is going to be good. This is this both will teams be a good game. Both teams are clicking. Both teams 
are ready to go. Yeah. And also, um, both teams are prone to collapsing at the worst possible moment. The Seahawks give their fans daily, uh, weekly heart attacks mm-hmm. because of how close they leave games. Yep. And I think that the um, the winning margin this time will not favor them. I'm going to take the Ravens on this one. Okay, I'm going to take the Seahawks. All I right. think the Seahawks can come in there and, and keep up with the Ravens. Okay. Okay, Texans will be hosting the Buccaneers at their stadium. Uh, give me the Bucks on this one. Uh, I think... The Texans will sort of slowly fall back to earth. I don't think Stroud will. I think Stroud will continue to put up decent performances. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the Texans still need work, mm-hmm. especially on the defensive side of the ball. Give me the bucks on this one. Okay, I'm going to take the Texans. All right, Browns and Cardinals. The Browns are hosting. I think this is a no-brainer. I mean, they just got rid I mean, of Josh Dobbs. I don't – look, there are any rumors of Kyler Murray coming back are overinflated. I just cannot see – a. A guy who right now the franchise considers to be the franchise quarterback. And he should be. What's he coming back to? So why would you put him through that? Yeah. I don't think so. I think they'll just pick Toomey. Sit him. You have Jason, uh, some guy named Toomey who's on your depth chart. Sit him. Let him Let him be the starter and let Kyler Murray sit the rest sit, of the year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this, this season's not worth it. You're tanking for Caleb Williams or someone else? No, they're not going to so, pick Caleb Williams. Okay, they're or going, someone else. I will, I'll book this. They're going to take get the number one pick. And then they're if they, and trade down. Okay, they're All not right. taking Caleb Williams. Then you don't give two hundred million dollars to Kyler Murray. No one's going to take on that contract. Okay. but give me the Browns because their defense is a bunch of shit wreckers, and okay. I believe they will eat against that um, rookie offensive line. Okay, the next game, the Panthers will be hosting the Colts. I, I'm going to say the Colts on this one. They had a couple of close games. I think Minshew will have an all right game. I kind of don't, you know, just because they just because the Panthers won last week doesn't mean anything. The Panthers' defense so, is awful. Yes, give me the give me the Colts. The okay. Panthers' defense is is abhorrent. All right, Raiders and the Giants. This will be at Allegiant Stadium. If if oh, the, boy, I don't know I, if the Giants who knows who's if playing. the Giants lose this game. Well, if the Giants, I mean, at this point, if it, the if the Giants lose this game to a franchise that's just fired. Their GM and head coach, I, I don't know how I'm going to react. Hmm. I want the Giants to win. Yes. I do, too. I think this is the perfect game to get some confidence because you got a team right now, the Raiders are spinning around. They're spinning around. Al Davis is spinning in his grave. So you hope that to, this game could be a moment. So we'll see. I'll say the Giants, it's going to be ugly. I'm going to agree. will be ugly. I'm going to agree with you. It will be ugly. I'm going to agree with you and say the Giants, in normal, in a normal world, I would yes. say that Devontae Adams would be eaten up by our poorest secondary, but he hasn't got a good quarterback to throw him balls. Right. Okay. Now, another big game, showcase game. Yeah. Right? Eagles will be hosting the Cowboys, I'm fairly certain. Yes, it'll be at the link. Eagles and the Cowboys. Now, you know, the Eagles have been stomping. They got one loss. This is a chance. I would, I'm would. i not going to go against the Eagles because I hate the Cowboys more. I'm going to say the Eagles take over. I think Dak Prescott, this is one of those games that the lights shine a little brighter and Dak has problems. And so this front four will be after him all, all day. Um, I'm going to say that the Eagles get this. I'm going to agree with you, but I think it'll be a bit closer than um, than uh, than you're thinking. I think it'll be a bit closer because 
Dallas has a decent offense, um, and they also have a a capable defense. Uh, capable defense. Okay. Um, I think it'll be a bit closer, but I think the Eagles will still run away with this. All right, Bengals will be hosting the Bills. Like I said, I'd mentioned it earlier. Joe Joe Cool had a week off. He looks spry. Um, the Bills, yes, they won against the Buccaneers, but that was against the Buccaneers. The Bengals look feel like they turned a corner here, and I'm not sold on the Bills. I'm not sold on the Bills at all because the Bills can be very inconsistent. Uh, I'm going to say the Bengals on this one. Give me Cincy. Give yeah. me give me Cincinnati. They're on a hot streak right now. The Bills are comparatively freezing, just like just like Buffalo is. Okay. Now finally, Monday Night Football has the Jets and the Chargers. So the Chargers are back again. I believe I'm running at football the second week because they were there last week against the hosting the Bears, but this time they go into MetLife Stadium. Um, I would never ever give the Jets a chance, and especially after last week. I don't see. I think the Jets will fall to four and four on this one. Like I said, the Chargers defensively are all over the place, but offensively, when things are clicking, they're clicking. And yeah. I don't know if that defense can stay on the field all the time. And the Jet, the Jets, and Zach Wilson, he got he had one touchdown pass, which was a screen pass. Yeah, that's all he had last week. I think the Jets are going to struggle in this game. Also, the, because of that, I think the Jets can can possibly get the W because their defense is really really good. Um, and the Chargers defense does uh, the Chargers offense rather. Um, is prone to really just imploding. Mm-hmm. This is really a game where both teams just cancel each other out in so many areas. Mm-hmm. One team is in a is a really good area in in one in one spot, and then the other team um, is just awful in another uh-huh. in so many other areas. Uh-huh. So it's really, you know, I'm gonna abstain for this one. Abstain? Yeah. Really? You're not gonna say no. Never. I I, I can't really? I can't make up my mind. <laughs> I can't. I can make up my mind when it comes to I the can't. Jets. When I, any team against the Jets, I'll make up my mind. I can't. Easy. I can't make up my mind. Easy for me. I can't make up my mind. Okay, the, both teams right. just are so bad. Okay, let's move on. All right. Let's talk about the, of course, the World Series, which is now concluded. I thought we'd be talking about the fact that the Rangers would have won in seven games, but not the case. The Rangers won in five. Yep. Um. I don't. I mean, who knows? I mean, really, Zach Allen was supposed to be the one to kind of hold the fort, and he didn't do it. Um, yeah, sixty-three years of being a franchise. I believe fifty-two of those in Texas. Yes, and it's finally happened, and I'm very, very happy for the Rangers. Corey Seager becomes the first player in MLB history to win both World Series MVP in both conferences. Yep. Um, they deserve it, and Bochi, man, he might be one of the greatest managers ever. He really well, might be. He well, was the piece that brought this. Lot of this. people were wondering what it was going to be like if the Astros didn't win the division. I guess we'll never know. That was Alex Bregman. I just got one thing to say. You know, everybody was wondering what would happen if the Rangers didn't win the World Series. I guess we'll never know. Clap back. Call it a clap back. Yeah. So Alex, that was the first excerpt was Bregman talking about the Astros winning. Yeah. And then the next excerpt's Corey Seager yeah. talking about, I guess we'll never know because Texas won. So at the end of the day, really, Texas controlled controlled the West up until the end, right? Yeah. They stumbled against the, the Mariners, and they lost, and it had to be in the wild card. Yeah. And let's understand this. 11-0 on the road? What? Yeah. They controlled the road. Yeah. 
You can't you can't argue with that. It, it, they were just a really complete baseball team. Uh, there were questions about their bullpen going into the playoffs, but they got it sorted out. Um, Bochi is just a great manager. And without him, they don't win this. Of they course, really he's don't. A, he's a great strategist. Co- Corey Seager might be the best shortstop shortstop in baseball right now. Well, you he know, really you, might you, be. You'd have to look at the exact the, the front office, right? Because Chris Young is the general manager. Made the moves. Now, granted, for me as a Met fan, I'm a little burnt because Jacob Degrom and Max Scherzer get a ring out of it. Max Scherzer pitched not very well, so he I'm, got something out. of I'm it. I'm happy for for um the both of them actually. Really? Yes, no. I'm happy for Degrom. He didn't pitch. He's he, he, didn't, he didn't pitch. He didn't pitch, but. Considering all the stuff he had to go through with the Mets, uh, he he deserves this. Hey, Honestly, I think he deser- deserves it. All right. I, and and look, I I want to see him pitch. He's a great pitcher, uh, one of the best I've ever seen. Okay, okay. But just, and I am happy for Scherzer that he really? gets his second. A legend like him deserved multiple rings. Okay. I, I am happy. All right. So that leaves right now five teams in the entire major league. Who've never won, okay? Yep. Rays, Rockies, Padres, Mariners, Brewers. Who could possibly win? Rays, next? Rockies, Brewers, Mariners, and who else? Padres. Who's next to win one? Um, Tough, but you got at least, the, I mean, I don't think the Rockies, not by a long shot. No, no chance. I don't know about the Padres <laughs> either. So I'd say that it's between the Rays, Mariners, Brewers, who get it first? Um, I would say the Rays, but considering the stuff they've got going on right now, um, concerning a certain uh, Dominican, oh, okay. I don't think they're really, really all I'll that close. Mariners. The Mariners are just, they just make weird moves, and they made weird moves all year, and they can't find consistency. I don't trust them. Um, I don't trust the Brewers either. I would say the Padres, but they might be cutting costs real soon because their RSN deal lapsed. So they some of their guys might be gone. Soto might be gone. So... All right. Yeah. Question for me. Yes. Question for you. The James Harden trade is now complete. Where does this place the Clippers? In a world of doo-doo. In a world of doo-doo. Clearly, this was a this was a move. Now, I said it last week. That I feel like I need a hat to eat. Dripped in salted caramel. Because you... I told... I said to, my, I said to you, right, the show. James Harden... Should never play for another NBA team. And you know what? Somehow, some way, on some weird other planet, he gets his wish. He gets to play with Russ again. And there's a picture of James walking in the locker room. And I'm sure Russ was just like, great, the cameras are going. I got to act like I'm cool with this. This is not going to work. This is who James Harden is. James Harden has great games. And then James Harden disappears. So, this is bad. Who are you giving the ball to now? You got James Harden who's going to go between the legs, right? Step back. Then you have to give the Who gets the who's What's the pecking order here? Someone's got to give something up, don't they? Because it's Kawhi, PG, Russ, and now suddenly you got James Harden in the mix. We thought the era of super teams was dead. This isn't a super team. We thought... There's a bunch of old guys. No, but we thought teams attempting this, this crap was over. We thought we thought teams attempting this crap was over because it doesn't work. You can't just throw superstars on the court and say figure it out. You actually need chemistry. I thought the Bucks 
And the Nuggets taught you that. That you need chemistry to win an NBA championship. But apparently not. And the look, in a vacuum, when you look at the trade, when people look at the trade and say, wow, they didn't have to give up Terrence Mann. They didn't have to give up Bones Highland. They didn't have to give up much important pieces. The only piece they really had to give up was Nick Batum, who was probably retiring at the end. Um, and you look at the trade and say, wow, it's a steal. No, it isn't. Because it not only do... Here's this first tidbit. I want to break this trade down. Let's talk about the draft picks. They give up two first-round picks. Two. And they give up a second. After this next draft, they won't have a single draft pick. Not one. As it stands, until 2027. Mm-hmm. Not one draft pick. Yeah. What... That that's this is that's bad team building. Sure. And they won't have a single second until twenty twenty nine. Yes. That's horrible team building. Yes. Secondly, their 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 front court depth has been eradicated. Guess who's the four now? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Guess who's behind him? Amir Kofi. Yeah. Right. Who's gonna play at the four when when Kawhi gets injured? And it's not a matter of if; it's when. So and also, it doesn't make sense in a basketball like kind of way. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It raises your floor in the regular season, but we've seen what Harden does in the playoffs, and that is disappear. It it truly doesn't hang make on, sense. Hang on. At least I'm not being just shooting the basketball every time. I mean, like I'm a I'm a like I think the game, and I'm a creator on the court. You know what I mean? So if I got a, a, a voice to where I can, hey, coach, I see this. You know, what you think about this? Then it's like, oh, okay. Like somebody that trusts me, that believes in me, that understands me, that I'm just not a, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a system player. I am a system. <laughs> I'm not a system player. I am a system. Do you know what? The, the one person you got to feel for is Ty Lue. Does Ty Lue need this? He already had enough headaches on his plate. But you know what? This is also about Steve Ballmer. Because they're looking at next year. Why? Because they're moving into their new arena. They're no longer going to be the second tenant in crypto. Yeah, they're moving into the... So this is all to do with everything else. The Intuit Dome. Intuit. No one's going to be into it at all. No one's into James Harden. This is a mess. This is a... What a bowl of shit this this is. This this is a terrible trade. It's horrible. This is a terrible trade by every metric. And word to Dime Dropper... Man, that Clippers fan, poor guy. Because I watched his live stream reacting to this. He was so angry because he does not like James Harden one bit. And I don't blame him for being that angry. Okay. Because this is a terrible trade no matter how you look at it. All right, next question to you is, we talked, you just mentioned it before, but is the NBA tournament worth watching? Not really. I mean, it's in season. It. It correlates with the regular season. So if you want to watch the regular season and the NBA Cup's on at the same time, yeah, whatever. But it's I said it to you off, off mic. It's the NBA want money. They want money. They want to get people more interested in the regular season. And that's how they decided to do it. So it's kind of a nothing burger for me. Well, it's about the jerseys because they can, they can showcase the city jerseys. They can paint the courts, which are just disorienting to me in, in the biggest sense. And look, it's just it's just that it's it's like two K twenty four on steroids yeah. in four D. That's what it is. It's just 
to me, it's a regular season game. It's not going to count towards anything. There's no there's no extra incentive for this. I, I think this is just a real sort of just yeah. nothing burger. There's move nothing on. Here. Move on. All move right. on. All right. Next question. Yeah. Me. Next question to you here. Thoughts about the Fury and Ganu split decision? Ah, look. I didn't even know who this was. I know Fury, but I didn't know about Nagano until I figured well, out he's well, MMA. Well, let me fill you in. I know I don't have to tell me everything. I, I figured out who he was. He's MMA. I, I, I didn't think anything of it because this is where boxing gets confusing for me now. It's one of those situations where it's kind of like watching a Rocky Three. If anybody knows Rocky Three, is Rocky Three is a scene where Sylvester Stallone's fighting a character played by Hulk Hogan, a wrestler fighting a boxer. This is almost like what boxing's doing now by getting this crossover with the MMA or UFC because there is some level of inconsistency now. Boxing has lost its way, in my opinion, because now you have this. I honestly don't think it was a bad fight. It was a fun fight. It was. It really was. And let me fill you in. I think this I is this is no, no not on Inganu himself. No, not not on Inganu himself, but the situation surrounding him. So Francis Inganu was the UFC heavyweight champion, and he had a there was a there was a dispute between him and the promotion about pay, and he took a calculated risk by um saying to standing firm in his beliefs to the UFC, saying no. Pay me what I want. And they let him go. So, And he signed a massive deal with uh, PFL, uh, the Professional Fighters League. And he just got a crap ton of money to fight Tyson Fury. So in the grand scheme of things, outside of the actual boxing match, Francis Ngannou came out of this the winner. Okay. Look, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, again, it's one of those things with boxing. It's too much crossover. Okay. We're going to do a few things now. Yeah. Congratulations to Steve Nash who recently got inducted into the Phoenix Suns Ring of Honor. Good for him. Good, good, A good feel-good moment. He deserved that two times. He won the MVP with the Suns. He got the Suns as far as they could, but the Lakers were always in their way. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, good idea. Not good idea. Flavor Flav recently singing the Star Spangled Banner at a Bucks game. So what? <laughs> just, so what? It, it, so what? It, to me, to me, like... Uh, okay, so to, for those who uh, public have, enemy, uh, who, so for those, I have to play it. No, it doesn't. Not bad. It, it does. It it truly doesn't. It doesn't matter for those who who just started listening to to us. I was born in Sydney, Australia, so Australian sports doesn't have this type of thing where the national anthem plays before every game. It they play before. A final, um, a big match like the grand final, or a state of origin game, or the AFL grand final, or like an international game, something like that. Okay. The big occasions, but not before every game. So this is sort of, it doesn't really matter. All right, all right. Next, at around this time, seven years ago, the Chicago Cubs broke the curse. They finally won. They won in Cleveland. Yeah. Game six, and then won game seven. Good for them. Uh, a few happy birthdays. Eric Spolstra, 53 years old, of course. Very successful coach of the Miami I think, Heat. I think one of the the takes I have from a long time ago that I'm still eating crow about to this day is 
at the time when I was really young and I was watching the Miami Heat win championships, I didn't really know what Eric Spolstra did. He was just okay. sort of, he was just sort of there. He wasn't really and I was like, well, this dude I, I didn't really think he was a great head coach. It was mm-hmm. sort of just a talent that was winning Miami Heat championships. Yeah, sure. And he is a great head coach and he will be remembered as one of the great head coaches of the last decade. All right. Happy belated birthday to Bill Walton, 71. If you don't know who he is, young folks, look him up. Bill he Walton. Was championship winner of the 77 Portland Trailblazers, their only championship and, and haven't he won was since. On the 86 Boston Celtics. He was a much different Bill, Bill Walton because he yeah. had foot injuries most of um, his career. Okay, yeah. He, he, if he didn't have foot injuries, he's one of, he's probably one of, if not the greatest big ever. Okay. Happy belated birthday, Phil Sims, of course. Championship-winning quarterback of the New York Giants back in the days of Bill Parcells. Passage, Bobby Knight. Uh, you know, obviously the, the premier college basketball coach of Indiana Hoosier basketball. Passage. Not a good person at all. Great coach, not a good yeah, person course, by any stretch of the imagination. Can, there's a lot, look, complicated. I'd say I don't know him enough. I've seen the antics. But complicated. But he, he, he was a terrible person, okay, so I don't want to hear it. Nelson Cruz retires after very successful seasons. You can remember him playing with Texas. You can remember him playing yep. with Seattle. And it fe- remember it, him playing with the it, Rangers. It feels so, sort of poetic that he retires now when the Rangers won the World Series. Oh, well, he was playing somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, and lastly, Cooper Flagg, the number one high school player, is set to go to Duke basketball as a freshman and probably leave after the freshman year because that's what happens nowadays. Well, he's, of, he's he wants to be in the 2025 draft. Right, so. and most of these kids are just that. They're going to be one and dones. There are no more kids who are playing four years. Yeah. If they are, they're not playing pros. And look, Cooper Flagg, he, the... He's looked pretty good. We'll see. But the um, I am a bit wary of guys reclassifying. I mean, if you look at someone like Imani Bates, that was a whole different situation. Imani Bates looked really, really good in high school. He was amazing. He was getting comparisons to KD. Then he reclassified, went to Memphis, and things just did not go well. He's He got picked recently in the second round by the Cavaliers, oh, okay. who desperately need wing help. Hopefully, he lives up to his hype. All right, that's the end of our show. If you come from any other platform, welcome. We do this thing once a week. Next week, Giants, please get this win. We'll see what happens there. Week we'll nine. also talk about week nine. We'll also talk about a little bit about some more basketball. We probably will catch up with uh, Joe LeBlanc content. It, actually, yeah, we hopefully we'll have Joe on and we'll go over all things NBA. What what are his thoughts on the NBA Cup? Uh, and yeah, we'll see you then. Bye.